went up to 500 <laughs> right after this. You think I'm playing? Yeah, that's, that's me or you know I like red. <laughs> that's why I fucks with you. Hey, listen, that's why I fucks with you. I knew I liked you. You get money too. Yeah, listen, a lot of it. Shit. A lot of it. Fly guy. I see. It was too much for me. <laughs> this is mad, bro. Yeah, sure, OD. Bro. Everything I get is free. Nigga gave me this. I need a new pair of uh, workout joints. That's, that's what I wear, bro. I don't yeah. buy clothes. You don't need to. Oh. There's nowhere to go. I ain't going so you spend what eighty percent of your time here? <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. All right. Okay, all right. All right. All right. This, is, oh, right this is all. This is how I always sit. Right, so, so you, you, left yeah, right. is you that, good. That's how men supposed to do it, right? Yeah. Over right? I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. You can sit like this if you want. I'm going to be comfortable. like this, though. I'm trying to hide my arms. I got to hold it like this, though? Or can I, be, can I talk like right here? Yeah, the closer the better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get all this. No edit. <laughs> Yo, chill. This, this boy definitely... <laughs> we not throwing that on. Uh, so I'll, I'll go. I'll just I'll start. Okay. I'll do a quick intro. Introduce you, okay. and we'll jump right into it. So, let me get these keys, because I'm going to slap my hand a lot. Uh, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Handcrafted. I'm your host, Cam, a.k.a. Coolest Kid Out. Um, for those of you who are first joining us for the first time, those of you who have been here before, quick description of what Handcrafted is. These are inspirational, informational conversations that I want to have with my friends about not only how they built their craft and came to be, you know, great business owners, creators, executives, but getting really into the sauce and behind the scenes of what makes them them as people. And um, today I have the pleasure of sitting with one of my good, good friends, my brother, um, my, 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 you, man. I appreciate you. The, the fitness guru, Mr. I'm built different. Definitely built different. Um, Brother Jerry Housey of Strong House Fitness. What's up, brother? Thank you, brother, man. Thank you for having me, man. Yes, sir. Uh, I, like I said, man, I've been watching you for some time, yes, man. Sir. We went to school together, <laughs> man. Been to all your parties and stuff like that. All and the now, house parties. All the house parties. <laughs> and trying to get into the Henny Palooza. You know, trying to get into them, yeah. you know. And yeah. shit, now we, we sitting here yeah. at Strong House Fitness, man. Now we're sitting here in your gym. That's me. In the Blessings. middle of Hollywood, 100% black owned. 100%. 100% owned by you, a black yes. man. Yes. In the That's middle blessings. of L.A. proper, between between Hollywood and West Hollywood. Yeah, it's like West Hollywood. Yeah. yeah West Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, and and you're thriving, brother. And like Bless. I said, like, you know, we you, you've always had great energy with me. And the fact that we're able to sit here in your gym and do this, it just shows, you know, evolution Elevation, we both come a long way. Yes. You know, so um, to get to this point. So we'll start, actually, we, we both come a long way, but for you, we all start somewhere, right? Yes. And I like to always start out with the question of where were you when you were seven years old? And the reason I ask that question is because when you're seven, right, you're not, you're not already jaded. You're not a teenager yet. You're not like, you don't have a ton of crazy responsibility, but you kind of know what the world is like around you, right? Like, you have your relationship with siblings, with your parents. Like, yes. you're in school, so you know what I'm saying? You, you know cats on your block, you know kids in your building. So you kind of have a sense of what the world is. So I'll, take me back to 
Jerry at seven years old, where are you? What are you into? What aren't you into? And like, what's like kind of the environment like around you? Mm, at seven years old, that was, I guess, 1995. Okay. There we go, 1995. At seven years old, I was basically being molded to be in charge of a household. Wow. Okay. At seven, I was basically, my father told us, well, he told me, because like, he knew he was coming of age. He mm-hmm. was like, you're the man of the house. Mm. And so I had like four brothers, like four brothers and sisters underneath me. Mm-hmm. So I basically watched them, mm-hmm. you know, like led by example. Yep. Did all the extra stuff, like say my parents left the house, I had to watch them. Mm-hmm. So they left a little seven-year-old kid in the house. <laughs> Not saying you should do that. But that was something that was, when you're from the Bronx, yeah. you know, High Bridge, you know, represent, yeah. you know. Uh, where you from? Where you from? Where I'm from? That that stuff happens. Right. And so you know, because parents, they sometimes they. I know my parents couldn't afford no babysitter right. or no daycare. So right. we made it work. Yeah. And so at that time, I was doing that. Uh, probably I was into school. You know, mm-hmm. parents sent us to school, so yeah. definitely was uh, into yeah. school. Um, running around with my friends, my building, 1380, mm-hmm. uh, and just trying to find my way, man. Yeah. Just. I hear what you're saying at the age of trying to figure out at seven, you think that you're able to, how would you say, you, you, you think you can navigate or yep. whatever. That happened a little later for me. Gotcha. For me, it gotcha. happened a little later. Okay. Um, I just saw, I had so much stuff that was going on around me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think about the world. I just thought about, okay, I got a brothers and sisters I got to watch out for. I right. got school and I'm trying to help my parents um, make money in the household. Yeah. So I also used to be, um, you know, 125th and 7th Ave, yep. you know that? Like yep. uh, Apollo or exactly. stuff like that? Yep. So my mother was a street vendor there. Okay. Right? So if you ever walked the streets, it's a good chance you probably There's sold me, so right? I probably yeah. met your mom. Well, you probably 25th. met my mom. Oh, you <laughs> met me. Yeah. Just at a young age. Yeah. I, was, I was small. And we were selling T-shirts, mm-hmm. man, hats, mm-hmm. coffee mugs. Mother Day's T-shirts and Valentine's, any any type of holiday or any type of artwork or yeah. whatever you, that second sell, yeah. she was like helping us or teaching us how to sell it yeah. at that age. So I was walking around selling things and being actually talking to people and not being afraid to. So right. I'm I'm kind of like that now. I'm, like, yeah. I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. I'm yeah. just you see how I am. I'm a people's person, yep. and so I guess me doing that at an early age kind of mold me to where I'm at right now. So you're being molded at at a very young age, and what it sounds like to me is as as a child, mm-hmm. you're learning responsibility, a lot of responsibility, and like and to the point that you're being told by, by your father that, you know, you have to take care of the household. Like, you're the mm-hmm. man of the house or you're the soon-to-be man of the house. Yes. So you're learning all this responsibility, but you're still a kid. Yes. So is there anything that, you st- that you're allowed to maybe even enjoy as a kid? Are, you, is, are there things that are fun for you? Like, even, like, with your friends, are there things that you say you're running around? Are you into sports? Are you into any kind of, like, after-school activities? Like... Well, our, our fun back in the day was just running in the building, mm-hmm. uh, probably doing some bad stuff. Yep. Um, banging on people's doors right. and stuff like that. What was it called? Little house party. Yeah. What they, they called a house party. Yeah. We kicked the door yep. and <laughs> just run and just run. We were doing stupid stuff like that, Got man. It. But um, at that age, let me see, what else I was doing? Uh, I don't know, bro. It was, how would you say this? Mm. I, I, I found it 
at that, at that age, I found it it was very fun for me to to go around and just be fun, be a kid. Just be Jerry. Just be Jerry. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like I had a lot of responsibilities, like you yep. like you said, right? And I think that happens for a lot of like. I know people in my neighborhood, a lot mm-hmm. of African Americans, mm-hmm. where you're forced to grow up early, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Uh, and be the man of the house. Some people, mm-hmm. I was blessed to have two parents in my household, yeah. right. So I know that, I know that don't come often. So, but we was my father was very old school. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. yeah, you earn your you earn your you earn your stripes in right. this household. So he was a disciplinary, and um, he told us the rules. It was, yeah. it was it was it was definitely rules. So it's as far as like growing up, like. It was at that age. It was, it was fun, but at the same time, it was a lot of work. And mm-hmm. I realized I did a lot of dumb stuff, man. Right. That I look back at now, like, wow, I did that. I did that. Mm-hmm. But I was hanging around with my friends. We were playing. We did a lot of baseball. Did yep. baseball. That was yep. my first love. Yep. Then we went to basketball. I thought I was gonna be the next shot because <laughs> I was I was literally taller than all my friends. Uh-huh. And then I, for some reason, I got to high school. I just stopped. Just stop. You plateau. Yeah, that's six foot. Most people think I'm five eight. I'm like six and a quarter. <laughs> so give me my like my quarter of inch. Yeah, we stand like, up. You 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 you, yeah, you can play six. But for some, it's funny because the clients that I meet online or people that I meet that's online, they mm-hmm. they they say, "Wow, you're taller than that." I thought she was like five eight. <laughs> I said, "Do I look like?" I no offense to the people that's in the fives, yeah. but you know, I keep my six Carry inches. Height. You know, <laughs> keep my six inches, bro. Six feet. I mean, six feet. That's six inches. Six feet. So, yeah, so that, so, again, a lot of responsibility, and you saying you had to, you were the older sibling, so. No, I was, so I have two older sisters, right? You have two older sisters. Yeah, okay. so uh, we're like a Brady Bunch, so there's like seven of us, right? Got you. So I have an older sister named, don't, uh, don't laugh at these names, either. I feel my parents did the best they can. So we have, I have a sister named Perry, right? Okay. Then I have a sister named Jerry. Okay. Right? And then I'm Jerry. Okay. Right? We named after my father. Got it. And then I have a sister named Cherry. And then I have a, uh, another sister named Ada, mm-hmm. a brother named Jag, and another mm-hmm. brother named Dante Evans mm-hmm. that you know yep, he be yep, here. Dante. Um, so that's, that's, the, that's the bunch. That's so the you bunch got right there. Perry, two Jerry's. Two Jerry, Cherry, Cherry, Ada, Jag, Ada. and Dante. Dante. And I have, I have family outside of uh, my immediate family gotcha. as well. So. Got you. Okay, so that's a huge family. It's a bunch of us. It's seven in the house, and I think my father had like four outside okay. before the marriage. Okay. Stuff like that. Gotcha. So, yeah. We, so, we, how's the house? Like, how is it? Are you in a, you're an apartment? Clearly, yeah. So, and growing up in that is dysfunction. Yeah. It's a lot of arguments, fights. Yeah. It's not no space. Yeah. Like, we in an eight hundred square foot apartment mm-hmm. with nine people. Right. It's not enough for them to do anything. Right. So it's like we fighting over TV. Mm-hmm. We fighting over the couch. Like mm-hmm. who gonna sleep on the couch today? Like yep. fighting over the floor. Like nah, this is my part of the yep. floor. I'm sleeping on. Yeah. Like it's it's a bunch of like arguments yeah. and dysfunctions in our in our household. So yeah. that's how I grew up. Yeah. So I try to live stress free now <laughs> because you grew What's up in that like 16, 17 years of that. Yeah. That can like. Stress can like, drain you. Mm-hmm. Stress can like, man, sh- man, stress, man. It can like you see how people kill yeah. themselves nowadays, yeah. man. And that's why like, I really watch the energy, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm around. I'm mm-hmm. a positive person. Mm-hmm. The energy that I keep in the facility here, yep. it's always positive. Yep. Like, you know, when the, when the gym was open, we had people coming in, man. And people say, yo, I feel like I'm at home. Right. 
And that's the energy that we want to always right. keep. And that's something totally different that I was raised up on. Mm -hmm. You know, they told about family, but it was not. My mother was the hustler. Right. Even though my father hustled at the beginning, right. my mother was the hustler. But right. my father stayed in the home and kept us in order. Make sure that. Make yeah. sure that child and was I understood why he did what he did. He yeah. did a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. But that's just you know that's just how I growing up uh, in yeah. poverty. Yeah. When you got so many kids, and you're trying to control everybody. Mm -hmm. So you got to make order. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like ass whippings, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, someone uncalled for, yeah. but some was needed. Yeah. And, but that's life. And you realize you're not going to always get what you want. Right. So I learned from that. So yeah, so, so that's that's super humbling to, to grow up like that where you, you kind of have to fight for everything and you have to, you have yeah. to share everything like space is limited. So what does that do to you as you're growing up through your teens, like you got to go to high school, right? Mm -hmm. So then, like, I'm sure at some point to you, you're starting to think of what your life is going to be like outside of the house, and like when you're starting to like move and, and become a man into the world. So, like, what was that like for you, even like in high school, like just figuring out like kind of what you wanted to do, where you wanted to go, things like that. So, like, it's, it's crazy for me because like when I when I was growing up. I didn't really have a purpose, mm -hmm. right? I'm just living and doing stupid things, mm -hmm. right? Getting in trouble, but thank God I've never been arrested, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I grew up thinking that, you know, I, I made this comment before, but I grew up like kind of hate being being black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the reason why, because, you know, in my community, all I saw was drug dealers, yep. people getting shot. And then even what you see on television, right? Mm -hmm is the way they portray us, right? They portray us, you know, criminals, no good, mm -hmm. or you never see anybody in highlights. The only people you see, you probably see like Diddy, Jay-Z, yep. you'll see those guys, but you start, you start to think that like, those are just one out of a million. Right. So you, you don't even think that far. Yeah. So you, you kind of grew, I kind of grew up like just, just hating, my, hating, my, hating everything that was around mm. me. And you know, and mm -hmm. me actually going to um, high school, and I met this, one of my best friends, man, this guy named Lawrence. Mm -hmm. I met him, and he was the first person that I saw, like, positivity from. Mm -hmm. As mm -hmm. far as, like, he was getting interviewed by, like, cameras, mm -hmm. like, the Bronx 12. I yep. was like, yo, that sounds dope. Yep. Like, I'd rather uh, be interviewed and being, like, celebrated yep. than being harassed by the police. Right. Or being shot at, or right. whatever stuff that was going on right. when we was like in the Bronx, because it can be crazy. Yeah. So, me going to high school, seeing him, and like him, like kind of bringing me under his wing, because he was a senior mm -hmm. and I was a sophomore. So mm -hmm. it was like he didn't have to do that. So he was the first person that like, start the transfer transformation in my mind mm -hmm. from going from like okay, being another statistic, mm -hmm. then yo, you know what? We can actually do something with this, yep. right? And and I was blessed, man, that, you know, I played sports my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. And then I had, um, growing up in the block, uh, you know, if you're a big kid, mm -hmm. the guys are like, yo, play, or go play football, son. Yep. And I'm like, yo, what's football? Because right. I only know baseball, baseball. basketball. Mm -hmm. You might know what soccer is because right. you see it. But football, I didn't even really understand the terminology yeah. and stuff like that. And when I, as soon as I got to school, man, the coaches took me in, man. Mm. They became like, like my parents. Yeah. Because I was around them more than I was around my parents. Right. And so they kind of taught me the discipline and stuff like that. Like, when we got in trouble, my parents gave them permission to hit me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've been hit before mm -hmm. by my coaches mm -hmm. and I have to sit there and just take that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing cool about that, getting hit right. in your chest and stuff 100%. like that. 
or making you hang from, you know, we're not even going to get yeah. into that. Because yeah, I know coach. what y'all was doing in yeah, the 90s yeah. and the 2000s, the high school football yeah, players. Yeah, um, football was a little different. Yeah, it was different. Now they're not doing that. I'm not even going to say what high school yeah. that was. But <laughs> I love y'all. My babies. My, my, that's my team. Yeah. So, so you, you, you start to get into sports, and you're starting to, to see just different aspects of life, and you're starting to see some positivity. You're starting to be around different type of people. Yeah, right? you're, you're starting to experience different people. I started, I started to be around different type of people that actually – Thought the way I thought mm-hmm. and want more, yep. and not was just like satisfied, and like they surroundings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. being around that energy, going back to the energy, yep. being around that, it's it's it motivates you. Yep. Like so you know what, I want more. And then me and being able to excel in football, I got a full scholarship to mm-hmm. University of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I never thought about college. Right. I don't like. I don't have a friend that I grew up with that. That I can I, I can remember that that graduated from college, right. bro, and that that sounds pretty sound crazy. Right. And a lot of people grew up in situations where they go from high school to college and they got their PhD yeah, all together. Yep. No, I don't I don't have that. Yeah. And so like it's 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 kind of like alarming. Mm-hmm. That's but that that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now, so right. I can like show my friends like right. yo, you can actually make something of your life. Right. And I've been really pushing that, bro, pushing the entrepreneur. Like you have to be an entrepreneur in mm-hmm. this world because mm-hmm. I think the the nine to five jobs are, to be honest with you, are bullshit, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they look at all of us like numbers. Yeah. And so I know that kind of just do the uh, no, do it off, do it off a you little didn't bit. You off at all? Yeah. But um, I th- it's, it it throws you off a little bit, man, mm-hmm. and because they talk to you. Well, I, at least for me, I've been in yep. a situation, but I've been talked to crazy. Yep. And I just got to sit there and bite my tongue. I'm like, right. this nah, this is not how. Right. Like this is not how life should be. Right. So I'm at, all right, yeah. I'm at a full ride at Buffalo, and now I'm get to see now I'm get to see and interact with all different type of people. Mm-hmm. Now, um, mm-hmm. this is my first time interacting with white people, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And I'm like, oh, y'all cool. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not like you know what they tell you in the hood or right. stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so these are actually normal people that, yeah. that can have real conversations. Yeah. So now I'm around all different type of people and now I'm around other people that look just like me that mm-hmm. have the same mindset mm-hmm. that want to do more in mm-hmm. life. So being around that was like everything for me. Yeah. And so, and, and that's kind of still drives me today. Yeah. It's just always keeping people that's going to motivate you yep. and push you to a higher power. Yep. So you go from, you go from the Bronx, High Bridge, mm-hmm. you get to, to Buffalo, which is small town, upstate small town. New York, mm-hmm. college town. Yes. And, you, you get around these people um, from just all different walks of life, right? Because mm-hmm. for, for, I always tell people this, for as small as Buffalo is, you get a lot of culture that kind of intersects through there. From yes, just it's a big international school. Yeah, it's a big international place. So, like, you get there. What was probably, what was your first moment where it kicked in of, like, wow, this is really different from anything that, that I've ever seen? Uh, the classrooms. Yeah. <laughs> so for being being in the lecture halls with seven hundred people, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is a lot. Yeah. Um, being that, well, seeing that, um, being in the dorm rooms, mm-hmm. like that was that was new to me. Mm-hmm. Being dorm room next to females, yep. and I had, I was right next to the women's bathroom, yep. which was crazy. <laughs> I why would they do that? Um, this is that was crazy, yeah. but. Uh, and, Everything else, my my, I would say everything else that my my high school coaches kind of prepared me for, yeah. as far as like the football aspect. Yeah. 
they prepared me for everything when it came to that. So when you get there, you're, it's a it's a Division One program. Yes. So people who haven't played sports who don't know, there's just there's different levels of of sport, right? Yes. So like. You go from high school, say you go to a D three competition, slightly yeah, slightly yeah, different. They're not really giving scholarships. Yeah, D2. they're not giving even even at D two, right? Like mm-hmm. D two, you, you you got some you got some dogs, you got some killers mm-hmm. at D two. Dogs everywhere though. Yeah, you find them. There's places yeah. you can find dogs at. They but definitely at the D one level, you're supposed to have more dogs. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's a dog. Allegedly, allegedly, everybody's yes. a dog. Everybody's not. So that, you get there, and this is at the time where. The football program is actually starting to, to come up yeah, and climb on the rise. We actually won the championship. You guys in won the MAC championship. Yes, in 08. You know, my I would like to say my class, 07 class, had mm-hmm. a big part in that. In uh, winning that championship because yeah. we had a lot of starters that was on the field that yeah. was playing. So yeah, and and so what was what was that like being a part of kind of resurrecting a program in a sense of like bringing a program to prominence that isn't really known. For those things, it's fun because yeah. like you got like Buffalo is such a small city mm-hmm. and like and it's a it's a it's a sports city. Yep. So like if you got a team that's doing good, they're gonna they're gonna jump in and rally behind yep. it. And I hold you, I felt like I was the man there. Yeah. Like once we was winning, yeah. like you couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah. Like I was getting pulled over doing stupid stuff. <laughs> say like, hey, my coaches, you know, turning Gill and yeah, Gale, I'm like, you know what, this stuff actually works. Yeah. So like. <laughs> It was it was fun, but when you're losing, yeah, it's a you get story. tickets. Yeah. Story. You get the tickets. Different story. Yeah. So you 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 go through that, and so you're in school, and you, you play sports. You're a star on on the football team, but then, is there ever a point for you where you're where you're thinking NFL? Well, yeah, that's everybody's dream. Like yep. you're, you're, when you once you get there, you think of the NFL. Yep. Like yo. If, why you, you can't do something like football, especially at the D1 level. And not think NFL. And think NFL. Yep. Because you have to be passionate. Mm-hmm. Like, to play football, like, don't play it if you're not passionate. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very brutal game. Mm-hmm. So, I had a lot of anger. Yeah. So, I wanted to get it out. So, it was yeah. fun doing that. Yeah. And now, I'm not even thinking about no, that. No like, desire. Listen, that, no desire yeah. at all. Like, my body feels amazing now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to get hit. <laughs> I got friends that still play, and I'm like, yo, yeah. ice up. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't think about that. So mm-hmm. after that, man, I got into, like, I started to do what my degree was in. Yeah. I got into, like, Which was? Um, finance yeah. and international business. Okay. So um, I, w- I started working at um, Bank of America. Word. Yeah, I worked okay. in the, the Guestville joint. Um, <laughs> okay. I think everybody worked yeah, there. Everybody had a job there. Yeah, yeah yo, that was, <laughs> the, that was the goal. That yeah. was the goal right there. I did that for like two and a half years, man, mm-hmm. and they laid us off. Okay. The M&T Bank bought us out, and um, Lala, my wife, she was mm-hmm. like, she was tired of like Buffalo already. Yeah. Like, she was tired of being cold. Yeah. Shoveling snow, mm-hmm. you know how that stuff mm-hmm. is. They ain't really snowing. Icy roads. Yeah, October, she was, October to April. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think it's October to probably September. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, Buffalo yeah, works. You know, it's, two, it's, it's two seasons there. Yeah. So she she was like, yo, I don't I don't want to be here no more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this was like a, a calling. Mm-hmm. So I said, where you want to go? She said, I want to go to L.A. I'm like, mm-hmm. nah. I know why you want to go to LA. Mm-hmm. Your friends are in LA. Uh-huh. So I'm not about to be tagging along with you and your friends. Right. Like, nah, that's not right. happening. 
She was like, no, I'm going there. I said, no, we can, let's try other places. Let's yeah. look in Tampa, right? Yep. Like, I got some friends. My friends in yep, Tampa. Your friends in Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to Tampa. Let's go to Houston. I got yeah. friends in Houston. Yeah. Like, let's go to, like, cheaper places to live. Yep. Like, I don't want to go to another, like, expensive place. I'm from yeah. New York where rent is already, like, right. unbearable. So, like, right. don't go to L.A. And to another place where rent is crazy. The cost yeah. of living is crazy. But she hit me with the like, yo, I'm going in with or without you. Mm. So I was like, all right, you're going to have to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to L.A. Yeah. And um, so I started reaching out to all these like big influencers with training, man. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to like well, five or six of them, man. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to repeat their names. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, I work for y'all for free. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, just mentor me. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into this training game. Mm-hmm. Nobody reached out. Nobody mm-hmm. reached back out. Mm-hmm. One guy reached out to me. He said, yo, come in. Let's do an internship. And he, he was, like, one of the biggest, like, he trained all the athletes in L.A., right? Yep. And um, so I said, okay, bro, I'm going to come. He mm-hmm. said, yeah, come in for six months. You know, we're going to work some stuff out. I said, all right, bro. So I'm here. I yeah. got here, like, three weeks. Yeah. He was kind of surprised to see me, kind of. <laughs> I was like, bro, I wasn't joking. Yeah. I'm dead ass serious, yeah. bro. Like, so he bring me in. I meet all his crew. I worked six months, bro. I bust my eyes, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what he told me? Mm. I think you need to get a job at 24-Hour Fitness. Okay. I said, okay. This is not going to work. Yeah. Um, so I told my wife, I said, Lala, we got, I got to figure something out. Yeah. So let me go back to what I know. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing little temp jobs. Uh, worked, I know, account receivable, account payable stuff. Yep. Yep. Then I actually landed a job at Skechers. Okay. And the Manhattan Beach, not selling shoes. Corporate office. Okay. You say sketches, people think, yo, you, you were selling how you the, doing? The double platform what size you joints. Need? Yeah. Nah. No, no, no. Nah. You wasn't touching feet. Nah, I wasn't touching okay. the feet. Okay. Even though some of their kicks are fly, though. Yeah. People slip, they don't sleep on sketches. Okay. They make a lot of money, bro. Oh, I'm sure. I think they're the second highest at the Nike. I'm sure. So I started doing that, man. And uh, I was there for like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. But me being pretty much like only. The, the only black person there, bro. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird. Yeah. And then the vibe was a little off. And they, I feel like they were trying to control me, man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I used to get in trouble a lot for listening to The Breakfast Club. Okay. You know? So I'm listening to The Breakfast Club all the time. And now they monitor my uh, my computer. I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, why are you monitoring my computer? Yeah. So they brought me in the office and say, you're watching too much Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. So I'm like, just, are you listening to anybody else listen to? Mm-hmm. So I feel like they was picking on me. Yeah. So I'm dealing with that. I'm like, all right, now I got to bite my tongue. I'm like, yes, sir. Don't get too angry because mm-hmm. I don't want them to get upset and mm-hmm. I lose a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of that, Crunch reached out to me, the one in um, Sunset in West Hollywood. Okay. They reached out to me. I was doing like little workout videos. I'm still chubby though. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 270, mm-hmm. still doing big boy mm-hmm. movements. Football and stuff player. Like that. Yeah, but I'm still You're a football player. But you know, I was doing workouts. Yeah. So they reached out to me and said, hey, we want you to come in and we want you to like be a trainer. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, I don't know how to be a trainer, really. I, never, I don't have my certifications and anything mm-hmm. like that. They said, just come in. Came in, crushed it. Mm. Did the practical, they loved it. They basically hired me on the spot. Mm. So I'm like, okay. I said, how much are you offering? They said, 950 an hour. Mm. I said, okay. 950 an hour. So I did the tag, I did the math. I'm like, that's like 20000 a year. I don't think I can pay bills and anything no, like that. Not at all. And I'm making damn near almost like six figures at the Skechers. Yep. And I'm like, this, yo, I can't, can't do that. Yeah. So I go back to Skechers. I mean, I go back to, to work. Mm-hmm. 
like two days later, they called me in for another inter- like another like meeting. Mm-hmm. Say, Jerry, we tired of you on Breakfast Club. You're not listening. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let me. I'm not borrowing nobody. Let me do what I do. Yeah, because it's and not affecting your work. It's not affecting my work. Yeah, and they said, uh, he's uh, the lady. She was like, yo, we're gonna write you up. And I was like, I looked at the offer letter. I said, you know what? I quit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? I said, no, don't worry about writing me up. I quit. Yeah. And I walked out of there. I go hold you, bro. I cried. Mm. Like, because I was like, yo, what the was, fuck did I just was do? Did you cry like out of fear? Was it anxiety? Fear. That's was all it, fear, bro. Yeah. I knew I wasn't, I knew I didn't belong there. Yeah. But sometimes, like, you're forced into things. Yep. And, like, I felt like God put me in that position and he forced me out of there. Yep. Like, so I just looked at the big sketchy side. I'm like, yo, mm. wow. This is it. I ain't coming back um, here. No, no turning back. No turning back. I ain't know really the next step. Yeah. I was thinking about crunch, but the 950 Nine. wasn't. So I was gonna say, so what was what was the transition then? So like you you get this offer from Crunch, mm-hmm. which is not enough for you to, to yeah. live off of, but then you're at a job that you're not, not really being valued yeah, at. Nah. So you leave the job, and then what's the next move? I leave the job, I take the crunch job. You take the crunch job. I said, fuck it. Okay. I take it. All right. I take it, and I say, you know what? I told Lala, I say, you know what? I'm going to build it. Let me, mm-hmm. let, me, let me build this. Mm-hmm. So I start interacting with the people, mm-hmm. meeting people, becoming like, like a family in the gym. Everybody's yep. saying, yo, what up, Jerry? Well, yep. Soon they walk in, but they wouldn't train with me mm-hmm. because I was too heavy. Mm-hmm. I was still on my fat boy mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I realized, like, yo, I have to lose weight. Yeah. So, like, because L.A. is so image-driven. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to train with you if they don't want to look like you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. me knowing that's all right. Then seeing the other trainers that was making 30000 a month, I'm like, okay, I got to look like these guys. Mm-hmm. I got to do something similar. Like, yeah. I got to get like, these guys. I'm better than these guys. Yep. Now, that's just me competing. Yep. Like, I'm, like, I'm better than these guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. I did a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like January. I think it was the beginning of January. I said, you know what? I'm gonna put a fat boy picture. I put my pictures online. and said, yeah. watch me transform my body in 30 days, mm. and I and that forced me to actually really start to eat right because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a kid who worked out, but I ate whatever, ate whatever I want. Yep. So I realized now, now this is my business. Yep. So I, yep. now I gotta like I gotta tighten up everything, yep. and the way I walk, everything is me now. Mm-hmm. So. I start following the nutrition plan, did my macros, start seeing my weight drop, mm-hmm. start seeing me look different. Everybody start reaching out to me on social media. Mm-hmm. Now people in the gym, AJ, you look good, man. Yeah. Can I get a session yeah. with you? So I'm like, okay, this is actually working. That's right. all I got to do is eat right. right. So I start doing that and then start building relationships, start picking up clients. And then when you do good by clients, they do good by you by giving yeah. referrals. Yep. And I was blessed enough, man. I turned that crunch... That crunch that was up there on mm-hmm. Sunset, it didn't really sell to too many um, African Americans. Yeah. But when I was there, there we was, sold to a lot. Yeah. We sold to, I, I think I, I would like to say I helped change the, the atmosphere yep. in, that, in that facility. Yep. And um, I did that for about three years. And I was scared to leave, even though I saw all the great trainers leave. Mm-hmm. And um, this might sound crazy, I was forced out of crunch too. Wow. Like, Every situation that I had, that I, I always say sometimes your biggest fears could be your biggest blessings. Because mm-hmm. I was scared to leave because it's, it's, it's hard to leave a situation when you're comfortable right. and you're getting a constant paycheck. Right. Like, and also you know, something that you've built, that you've helped to build. Well, 
problem. I help build crunch. No, I mean right? your 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 brand within crunch. Like yeah. you're building your brand within yes, crunch. Yes, I definitely built my brand through crunch. Mm-hmm. That's how people start to hear about yep. me. So I'm like, damn, I don't want to leave this place, but I know for me to succeed, I gotta go, I gotta move on. Mm-hmm. Because everybody I know that did well on their own, they, mm-hmm. they moved on from these places. Yep. So I I had to take a chance, bro. So I got let go from crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, um, stopped, stopped working there and went private. Okay. And that was the biggest blessing, man. As okay. soon as I walked out the door, man, I had like five people reached out to me and mm-hmm. said, yo, I want to start training with you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how many people that want to train with you but don't want to pay a membership. Yeah. So they was like, yo, I don't want to pay a membership somewhere. I'll train with you. But yeah. If we can just go somewhere, I'll just pay you directly. Yep. I said, oh, cool. This is... Now I'm getting all the money? Yeah. So, you know, I used to charge... Um, at Crunch, they was uh, I think they was charging people like one thirty a session. Yeah, I was getting like forty dollars out of that. Yeah. So now I'm able to get the one thirty and keep to get the all full money. that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is this is where it's at. Mm-hmm. So I continue to do that mm-hmm. and do that, but at the same time, I always had the vision of building Strong House Fitness. Okay. So uh, what you see here now. Yep. So me being an uh, independent trainer or private trainer. For three years, I was working at Muscle Mechanics. Mm-hmm. Most people thought that was my gym already. That you own Muscle Mechanics? Well, they thought that was Stronghouse Fitness. Got you, got you. Because the way I promoted it on Stronghouse Fitness, yep. the way I carry myself, yep. the way I always, I don't only, I only wear my shit. Yep. Stronghouse Fitness. Yep. You see me every day. Yep. Stronghouse Some Fitness. Some variation I'm of different. Stronghouse. That's it. Yep. I'm not wearing nobody else's stuff. My yep. mother always said, you're a walking billboard. Mm-hmm. So... People want to look like me, this is what I wear. Mm-hmm. So buy what I wear too. Yeah. So it's just a brand new thing, yeah. marketing thing that I learned. But I did that thing for uh, at Muscle Mechanics for like three years. Mm-hmm. And then I had the opportunity to, I was saving to, and I had the opportunity to get this space here. Okay. And it was crazy how I landed this space because mm-hmm. I was looking at a smaller space. My... I was trying to stay within like 3,000 square feet. Gotcha. Right? And gotcha. I wanted enough parking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw a spot maybe like four or five blocks down the street. Mm-hmm. I walked down there. I didn't like it. Yeah. And the, the realtor, he was like, you know what, man? It's a spot up the street. Um, it's a big spot, but they can break it up for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want you to go check it out. Yep. And I came in here and I was like, yo, I just envisioned as soon as you walked in, soon, you knew soon. it was your space. I, I envisioned everything. All yeah. the designs. I had an interior designer. Yep. But all the colors and design, that's all me. Gotcha. Like the, the, the red, the, the black, the red white. Red and black. These are all high school colors. Gotcha. I'm like stuck on that. That's yeah. like, red looks good. Mm-hmm. And especially when you... Yeah, it pops, man. I mean, my arms don't look like yours on the chair, but uh, yeah, it pops. It you, pops. Yo, bro, listen. We're getting there. We're getting there. Week by week. Week by week, bro. Listen, man. We're working progress. So you you have... You have an incredible story, right? And just yeah, hey, I got it's it's a lot to me, man. In this short it's, time it's, of just you sharing it, like obviously I know more, um, you know, with us just being friends. But your story is so crazy because you're fueled by like your competitive nature, right? Your competitive mm-hmm. spirit, like you like you mentioned, like yo, I I want to lose this amount of weight, so like that because you're competing, yeah. And but at the same time that you're like driven by competing. You you're constantly like you're, you're a marketing genius. Like you're thinking about how you're building your brand. So like you only wear Stronghouse Fitness because you're even branding another gym that you're in at Stronghouse Fitness. I want to kind of tap into your marketing brain. So mm-hmm. like like you said, you got the advice from your mom. You're a walking billboard. So when it comes to branding, for you, the training game is it's 
oversaturated, right? Mm-hmm. Gym, even even down to gym. So like, how do you differentiate Jerry and Stronghouse Fitness from all these other brands that are out there, all these different trainers? Because not only is it over oversaturated, but you're in LA where everybody's trying to look good, everybody's trying to work out, everybody's trying to look the same. So, but you do a very good job, even with like the clientele that you have, to people who just come in and meet you, you do a very good job of just differentiating Jerry. Like what's your mindset when it comes to your branding and your marketing? Well, I always want, when I, when I first meet somebody, I always want them to feel welcome to meet me, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes they see like a, they say big black men because sometimes it can be intimidating, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I want, as soon as you, I want you a smile, yep. a laugh and joke, like, mm-hmm. That's how I am with everybody. So yep. I'm always trying to make somebody feel at home with me. Feel yep. like they, I don't, I don't walk around with an ego. Yep. So like people just open up to me. I don't know. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like a trait. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what that comes from. Mm-hmm. But as far as the marketing um, uh, aspect of like Strong House Fitness, man, we just promote energy, bro. Mm-hmm. And like... Mm-hmm. I I gather a, a, a fucking awesome team, bro. Yep. Of we got like ten trainers who are motivated. Yeah. Because some people just like just want the dollar, bro. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I need people that's motivated about training. Yeah. That actually want the, their clients to do better. Yeah. That have their own stories. Mm-hmm. I like dealing with people who ex athletes yep. or people who transformate their body mm-hmm. because they that's what's going on right now. People right. coming to you to lose weight. Or tone up, or all this right. other stuff. Right. And I want people who've been through that. So when you meet people, when you meet our trainers, or you meet me, or whatever, mm-hmm. we all have a story to tell. We can relate mm-hmm. to you in some type of feel. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest part, right? Having somebody that's come off the street and they can feel relate, they can relate to you. Yep. So like, I feel like I'm, I can relate to. All aspects, yep. man. People that grew up in poverty, yep. people that's in the middle class, or people trying to go up, mm-hmm. or people that are trying to be wealthy, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be wealthy. Right. Like I said, I tell people all the time, right. I want $100 million, bro, right. and I'm not stopping until right. I get there. Right. And that's like, I'm trying to change my whole legacy. That yep. housey last name, yep. I want that shit to be everywhere, bro. Mm-hmm. I want Stronghouse Fitness to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I want that to be like a staple. And, and we're going to build that, bro. Yeah. We're building that with, with the team we have here. Cause they, you you've been around these guys, yeah. man. You you working yeah. with D? Yeah, she, she, yeah. You get me you, right. You, you ain't looking like the same guy I seen <laughs> a couple months ago. I tell you, I that would never much. wear this a couple months hey, ago. Hey, listen, man. But now you built different. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's the, the slogan, man. Just the just for us to be powerful and confident, bro. Yep. And that's the biggest aspect, bro. I think that so many of us that we're not like confident, mm-hmm. and we teaching that. Like even some of my. Most successful people I work with, bro, yeah. they have confidence issues, bro. Yep. And we building on that. Yep. Building on that. I have confidence issues, yep. but we Same. always working on it. I go to therapy, yeah. so I working on myself. Yeah. But we, as long as we always continue to work on ourselves, mm-hmm. that's going to be good. So mm-hmm. that's something that we preach in here. That's some of the part of the, the marketing yeah. and stuff like that. And then at the end of the day, we're giving you results. Right. And right. So like, like I tell everybody, when my clients complain... Listen, I'm committed to your results. Yeah. Not your excuses. Yeah. So next set. Yeah. Like, just like that. So yeah. it was like, just having that mindset and being friendly and like, people call me like a teddy bear, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. females call me a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. No guys call me. Teddy bear. I've never called you a teddy bear. Yeah, I know you, I didn't say that. <laughs> 
I definitely didn't say I didn't say you call me a teddy bear. But that's what some, some people some people call me that because they yeah. see me this big guy, but still have a heart. Um, yeah. And that comes from me being around four sisters. Yep. And loving R and B, growing yep. up on R and B, like old school R and B. Yeah. Like, so that's that's like that's some of the part of the marketing that mm-hmm. I do with Strong House Fitness, making everybody feel at home mm-hmm. and giving you results and making it making it fun here. Yeah. Music is our music. Yep. It's hip hop, yeah. reggae, FOB. Yep. What's the what's the rest? What's the new stuff? Trap, got? trap. You know, all that, yeah, yep. all this other stuff they got going mm-hmm. out there. We listen to all that stuff in here. So there's yeah. no EDM, right? None of that rock shit. Yeah. Like nah, we moving, we having fun, yeah. and we joking. Yeah. We having real life conversations mm-hmm. on the floor. So yeah. I think that all that aspect. I know it's a lot, mm-hmm. but all that makes strong house fitness. Yeah. So when people can come here and they can feel like they can just be at home. And work out and actually meet their friends. Mm-hmm. Cause when you gone for a couple of days or whatever, mm-hmm. you walk in, what happens? Yeah. Where you been? Yeah, where you been? Yeah. Everybody's holding you accountable. You have a yeah. place where everybody holding you accountable. And that's how I live my my life. My yeah. clients know, the clients that I see on a day to day, I'm gonna hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. We're gonna work out, mm-hmm. we're gonna have fun, mm-hmm. but we gotta work. We're gonna do. work. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's such a such a powerful thing when you talk about building a brand and it starts with you right and mm-hmm. you you do feel it it permeates through through the staff through the trainers and when you come in here not only do you feel just welcome in that in that warmth from from everybody but you do feel that that need to want to work you know like like I've been working out for consistently I'd say for the last 5 6 years mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started coming here that I just felt inspired to go harder. Like I'm, I'm, I'm competing. Like whereas mm-hmm. before I go, I like I got to do ten exercises. And I'm, I'm gonna get up out of here. Whereas like here, it's like no, I got, I got to get it in every okay. single time I come in because like even if it's not coming from the trainers, it's coming from other people in here who are working out. Yeah. And they're like, gonna call you out. Like yeah. let's go. Like let's go. Or if you be on the treadmill sometimes, mm-hmm. I've seen this happen. People on the treadmill, they might want to go slow, but they see the person next to them busting their ass. Yeah. You know what? Let me. Yeah. Let me, let me get step up. it up. Let me get. Let me, let me get right. You know. And like one of the models here, the quote that's on the wall, mm-hmm. it says, "The pride and tradition of strong house fitness will not be entrusted to the timid or the weak." Mm-hmm. And we live by that here. Mm-hmm. If we're not here to get better. Yeah. Get the fuck up out yeah, of here. Be please. honest with you, bro. Like, we're here to motivate and push each other. If yep. you're not here for that, then you don't need to be in this surrounding. Mm-hmm. We are family. Mm-hmm. It's no egos. Right. No egos. Right. That's what I have. That's the conversation I have with some people that come in. Because, you know, when, when the gym was open and stuff like that, we mm-hmm. had people coming in that, you know, that was wealthy. Yep. And you get people wealthy, they get entitlement. Yep. Right? Yep. And when I, I give people tours here. I let mm-hmm. them know, listen. If I don't have an ego, mm-hmm. you're not going to come in here with an ego. Mm-hmm. And so you setting that tone in the beginning, mm-hmm. they understand, like, all right, cool. Then when they come in the next day, I'm giving them a high five. Yep. What's up, bro? You, what's up? How you doing? Mm-hmm. Having that communication, mm-hmm. they feel like, okay, you know what? He has my best interest. Yep. I'm just not a drill sergeant. Right. What most people might think. Right. <laughs> not a drill sergeant. After they come in here, they hear you yelling. They think it's, yeah, yo, it's that. Uh, but, that's energy. But nah, it's and I think what you've been able to do here in such a short time, I don't want to, I don't want us to understate the fact that this is a black-owned gym. Yes. In the middle of in the middle of West Hollywood, Hollywood area. Um, how does that? How does that fall on you as like when you when you get to sit down and, and the world slows down for you, whether it's at night or if in the morning when you're on your way driving in, that you own a gym in an area where there aren't a lot of black owned businesses? 
You know what's so funny? Um, I don't think about it that okay. often, bro. Okay. Um, I'm I'm always wrapped around the next mm-hmm. next thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really like. I had maybe like two moments okay. since this gym been here that I had like an aha moment. Yeah. Like, like, Cause usually I'm in here. There's a bunch of people with me. Like mm-hmm. not my my staff. Mm-hmm. They're here with me, so I don't really like think about it. Yeah, so it doesn't hit you. So like maybe a couple months ago, maybe like four months ago, like mm-hmm. I was on the turf and I was just stretching. Mm-hmm. I was looking like, wow. Just thinking about like how I grew up. Yeah. Like uh, I didn't have enough space for a household. Yeah. Now I got enough space to have maybe 40, 50 people. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, it's. It's crazy with like with hard work and determination. Mm-hmm. Like this, you just gotta visualize it. Right. You know, like, my coach used to be like visualize success. Yep. And I visualize all this, man. And but this this doesn't happen without like a great team. Absolutely. Like I don't want people to like understand like think that this is all me. Right. Like yes, I'm like the face, but it, it takes a lot to build this house. Yeah. And. Yeah. I have a great team here that helped me out with my day to day. I yeah. can't do all this stuff by myself. Yeah. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It is too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm blessed to have the team that I have and I'm blessed to be even in this situation in a pandemic mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to be able to open up a facility like this and to be able to sell out our memberships. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And seeing it's like three different gyms around here already mm-hmm. closed down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. Mm-hmm. We blessed to still be here. Like, mm-hmm. it, it says a lot. And I don't know, man. It's, I don't really think about it that often, but yeah. I know somebody's watching over Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm blessed, bro. Absolutely. Like, some of the stuff that I'd done when I was a kid yeah. and, like, to, to be where I'm at now, man, yeah. I'm like, wow. Because I, I got friends who... Could have done the same stuff that I've done, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a decision you make. Exactly. It's a certain decision. I'm not going to be on the corner no more. Right. You know, you get to a certain level, you're not going. You just stop doing certain things. Right. And I watched my friends continue to do it. I was trying, you know, just lead by example, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also tell them like, yo, don't do that, or right. give them better options. Because sometimes you don't know what other options out there. Right. Because you don't know what's available to you. No, you don't. Because you don't, you can't see outside your block. Bro, listen, the conversations that I have. In this facility, bro, mm-hmm. with different people who are different business owners, I'm yeah. like, wow, there's so many different ways to make money. Yep. So many yep. different ways to make money. I'm like, wow, if we just have this opportunity of the knowledge. Yep. Because that's that's the biggest thing. Knowledge. Like, We don't have the knowledge of a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And for that's the biggest thing we need, bro, yeah. is like me being able to seeing my client by having training my client Bozeman St. John just mm-hmm. for her mm-hmm. this I've never seen anybody like her bro to yeah. be honest with you she's a beast and, you know I don't you know I don't like name drop that often but like but seeing seeing her and seeing her efforts mm-hmm. and see how she hustle mm-hmm. this lady got like 20 jobs mm-hmm. she's a different breed she's still working she's a different she's breed she's built different she's a different breed she's built different bro mm-hmm. and I'm like yo she gave. She gives me confidence. Right. Yo, I can do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. There's no. Limit. Sometimes you need to have that person, somebody you can touch or you can yep. see. Even having conversations with people yep. like that, it's like, yo, wow, mm-hmm. they motivate you mm-hmm. on a different level. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm always trying to keep that yeah. people like that around me. Yeah. People who are doing better than me, or people uh, not even doing better. I don't like to say that word. Mm-hmm. Not even doing better. Just doing well in life. Yeah. Right. There's people who are doing well because you can learn from anybody. Yeah. 
I could learn, I learned, what was it, like four days ago, I was talking to this homeless guy named Adam mm -hmm. um, right there on Pico in La Cienica. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there talking to him for 30 minutes and yeah. I learned so much from this. I'm like, yeah. wow. Like it's like it's things you can learn on your day to day. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. That's the thing. Like so knowledge, knowledge comes from everywhere. And oh, it like does. If, if you just have to be open to receiving yeah. it, and like you spoke about the team here and how important it is to have a team, and you have you have trainers who are top top of the line. You have your front staff, but you also have your little brother working here. Yeah, Dante. I don't want to say little brother because he's going to be mad if you say okay. little brother. Just say, you have your uh, younger brother. You have your brother, younger brother. Dante. <laughs> you have your brother, Dante. Yeah, who, he get mad with the little stuff. Who, yeah. you, who you, you, brought into, you brought into the fold and, he, yes. and he's working under you. How, how important is that for you? Because we go back to childhood, mm -hmm. you being the man of the house, you being a caretaker. Now you have your brother here with you. How does that feel for you? It feels, it feels good, man. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm blessed to have him here. We do bump heads. Mm -hmm. That's that's just life. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's it's a blessing to have him here because, you know, I just lost my my middle brother right. in um in September, so you know it's and be me being away from home. Mm -hmm. I, I'm from New York, yep. the Bronx, yep. and me being over in LA, I don't I don't get to communicate as often, mm -hmm. right? With my family, right. right? So just to have him here on a day to day, right. me seeing him talking and stuff like that, I love it, man. Yeah. And and knowing that we building something for our legacy, yep. is, is is phenomenal, bro. Yeah. It's it's I I couldn't ask for anything more, bro. Yeah, it's I couldn't beautiful. ask for anything more. It's you know, I couldn't ask for anything. Better. It's beautiful for me to see, um, just as as someone I don't have I don't have brothers, but. To see the way you guys interact, it always like brings me to how I would be if I had a brother. And just like even down to you saying y'all button heads, that's just what family does. Yeah, that's, you're gonna bump heads with everybody. Yeah. And so you, you'd rather be somebody you love and somebody you, you had diapers I used to change his diapers. <laughs> that's crazy. But as we as we talk about family, right? We we've been we've been in the Bronx with you, we've been in High Bridge, eight hundred square foot apartment, you being the caretaker in that house. So now you have your own family. Mm -hmm. You have your wife, you have your baby boy. JJ. And baby you're balancing J. now being a full-time entrepreneur, being a husband, and being a father. How do you do it? Sacrifice. It's a lot of sacrifices okay. that are going on. My wife is phenomenal, man. Mm -hmm. She takes she take care of baby J when I want to, I'll be lying saying that I spent as much time as, I don't get to spend that much time with my son as, yeah, as I want to. As you want to, yep. You know, I'm up in the morning, mm -hmm. he's, my wife said, don't wake him up, mm -hmm. let him sleep. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm out the house, usually around like 5.30, say, I'm mm -hmm. out, I'm out the crib. So I don't get to wake him up unless, you know, I might have some the weekends, I might be able to wake him up. Yep. But um, I make sure that I get home mm -hmm. before he go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think since he was born, unless, uh, besides me going on vacation, mm -hmm. I probably I only missed one day of not seeing him. Okay. And that was a lot for me for yeah. some reason. Man. I was like, yo, I came home. I was fake crying. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm see my little man today, yeah. man. Even I just looked in his crib like, yo, <laughs> ah, he's make still sure here. Yeah, <laughs> like, I need to see he's active, yeah. yo. He's... He's just like me, mm -hmm. like me and him. Like it's, it's crazy because he has a lot of. You look like my wife a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Right? He looks like both of y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> right? I'll give you that. He's me. Sorry, though. Lala. He looks like both. Of but he's me though. 
He's you he's, in personality. He's my personality. Okay. Like he's nosy, mm -hmm. he's aggressive, mm -hmm. he running around, like all that is me. Like, mm -hmm. and, and it's it's so funny because my wife sometimes she hates some of my personality traits. Yeah. But when he does it, I, I love it. Cause yeah. I'm like, what you gonna do now? Can't do it. You can't do nothing. <laughs> like you just gonna have to take this. Like, cause he's like, he we does his thing. So say me and you talking, mm -hmm. like it'll be me, me and Lala talking, me on a FaceTime mm -hmm. or something like that. And since we're not paying him no mind, mm -hmm. he's gonna jump on. Like he's yeah. gonna crawl underneath. Yeah. Who we talking to? Make his presence so, known. Yeah. So it's like stuff like that. Yeah. I would do stuff like that. Yeah. So knowing that he does, I'm like, yo, wow, this, this is dope. Yeah. Like seeing my little man do this. Like, yeah. And now he already he's like saying his ABCs, nice. and he's. Counting from one to like nine on his own. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, he's not even two yet. Yeah. Bro, that that's big for me mm -hmm. because the way I grew up, you know, I grew up a little different, mm -hmm. you know. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't start school until I was like eight years old, bro. Okay. So and um I went to first grade at eight, right? Wow. And um I got held back. Yeah. I ain't know my ABCs or anything like that, yeah. right? And this is see my son now at mm -hmm. two, bro. Mm -hmm. Like not even two, 21 months. Mm -hmm. Right at 21 months, to to say it's like A to F, I'm like he be like, A. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like it's, it makes you feel like yo everything I've been doing, like this is what I'm doing this for. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a blessing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a balance, right? I gotta find time for the business. Yep. My son. Yep. My wife. Yep. And then I got still family back home. Yeah. They want part of me too. Yeah. My mom's like, no. -uh. Yeah. We, I'm your mother. Right. So I'm like, I'm got, I'm like, yo, I'm only one person. Yeah. It's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. So like, I work off a calendar. Yeah. You <laughs> schedule time. With yeah, you schedule right? time. I have to, bro. It's, yeah. I don't have, it's not enough, enough time in the day, yeah. bro. It's, it's a lot, man. But you know, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't trade this in mm -hmm. for the world. Mm -hmm. like, and my wife understands, I, like, yes, I might be working late. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna wake up early in the morning. Yeah. Yes, I might not be there all the time. Mm hmm you're my family and I love you and I'm mm -hmm. sacrificing this this I told like you'll give me like eight like six like six seven years let me build this yeah and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be all right we're gonna chill let, yeah we're gonna we chill, chill. yeah let, let me build this yeah. and she's been doing a great job man she you know it's a, it's a lot with him yeah it's a lot with kids yeah. and it's like he's He's not the easiest kid to deal with, mm -hmm. but you know he's just so much joy, bro. Yeah. So like that's that's the biggest thing, man. Yeah. Like, and managing all that, man, is 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 tough. Mm -hmm. But my priorities is always like my family mm -hmm. and business, and I keep no distractions around me. Yeah. So yeah. when you're doing stuff like this, you can't have distractions at all. No little at distractions, at nothing. All. Like when you yeah. come, nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I don't got time for it because yeah. my time is so like precise yeah. to every yeah. little it's thing. Limited. So it's like I gotta make sure that I have everything squared up. Yeah. Yeah. And you and what what we've been noticing as like I've had a I've had a few of these conversations now and there's been a common thread that um accompanying most of these great brothers and great black men has been the strength of a black woman. And I am nothing without my wife. Yeah. I, listen, listen. I was gonna say we, we need to give Lala some love. Yo, listen, she gets baby. She gets all the love. Listen, you know in my heart. There you go. Yeah. He, Lala. There you go. See, I'm singing for you, baby girl. See? On the camera, I'm yeah. singing for you. 
That's love. Because it's because it is it is difficult, right? Like and and life isn't meant to be done alone. No. And so for you coming from where you come from and coming up how you came up to where you are now, it's two different struggles almost, right? So like yeah, now so two different sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so now with with having with having your son, with having your wife, what does what does life look like for you going forward? Because you're building this business, but at some point the business will be built. Mm-hmm. So I want to go a little further down the timeline. So okay. like, what does a happy, successful life look like for you, Jerry? Um, multiple stronghouse fitness. Yep. Um, branching off the different um, investments. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely giving back. Mm-hmm. I want to start giving back to a lot of homeless and military. It's yep. like two of my biggest things in my heart. Um, and this, having everybody around me successful, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really, like, I really care about other people being successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really hard on my team. We're like, yo, we have to do this. We have to do this. Yep. Like, I want all of us to win. Because yep. it's not this cool for me to win. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be the only one to be able to take flights. Right. Like, yo, yo, can we take a flight? Yeah. Nah, bro, I got to wait for my check to get it. Yeah. Those are whack conversations. Yeah. So I want to change that narrative. Yep. And so that's what we're doing, bro. Like, with the next, like, five or six years, I see multiple stronghouse fitnesses, mm-hmm. different uh, different um, products that's from stronghouse fitness, mm-hmm. um, partnership deals, mm-hmm. and venture um, off to different things, yeah. man. Who knows, man? Just like, expansion. Expanding. And, expanding, and but I'm going to be tapping into other things, too, yeah. man. Like, I want to do a lot, man. I want to give back to our community. Yep. I, I want to talk to other kids. Yeah. Like, because when I was, like I said, when I was growing up, I didn't really like being black. Mm-hmm. And I think having a face yep. or people knowing, like, yo, this kid went through these same type of struggles mm-hmm. and having somebody they can, like, reach out to, bro, mm-hmm. that's big, bro. Mm-hmm. It's back and, to that relatable piece that yeah, we spoke about. Yeah, and that's what I want to be, bro. Yep. Like I always say, when I'm when I'm forty, I want to be like the black Shark Tank. <laughs> I want to be like the person that just go into these neighborhoods and give people opportunities, yeah. bro. Give them a chance to like to change their lives and stuff yeah. like that. I want to give back to people, bro. Yeah. I want to like that's what I want. That's my. I feel like that's my passion. Yep, is changing other people's lives and want them, and letting them know yo, you can do more. Yeah, you can always do more. Mm-hmm. Like don't let your surroundings. Like determine like what kind of person you're gonna be. Yeah, because I could have gave up a long time ago. Yeah, but mm-mm. yeah. That's... Now I got to a point where I I feel like I can't stop. Right. I don't know how to stop. Right. And so it's like I gotta keep working. Yeah. It's like you know when you just right there you're like yo, I you bust you through that see, door you, you see, see another door like yeah, yo. I, gotta get to that it's, too. It's 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 it's, 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 a, it's a lot more I gotta do, bro. Yeah. And I want to work with people. I want to like even stuff like this, bro. Yeah. Like collabing yeah. and doing stuff like this. This is awesome, bro. Yeah. Because we need more of this. We need more of this, bro. Yeah. Shrimp in numbers. Yeah. That's that really matters, bro. Yeah. Shrimp in numbers. We need to start to get out of. This. We need to get out of this thing that we 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 gotta be the top dog. Mm-hmm. Or we can't work with this person. Mm-hmm. Or. Nah, that nah, I don't like the way he. Nah, yep. listen, bro. We can work together. We can build together. Yep. You don't always have to. I think I listened to. I think Issa Ray said this before. When mm-hmm. most people they get on, they try like level. They reach out to people, other people, and like they try to level up or yep. something like that. I think she mentioned something like that. 
And she said that what she did was look around. Yeah. Like exactly what I did. Go across. Go across. Yeah. I looked around. Yeah, I said, I got my brother Ben. Yep. He was out there in Chino Killer. Yeah. got my brother Nick. He was out there in Ladea Killer. Yep. I said, Imani was killing in Long Beach. Yeah. I got D. He was killing over there in Marina. I said, yo, mm-hmm. these, yo, come on. Yeah. I bring them all together. Yeah. And look at this now, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's a blessing, bro. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's a blessing, man. Like, I got a beautiful family. Mm-hmm. got a beautiful gym. I got a community that I'm building. Because mm-hmm. I'm really big on communities. Because yep. I think that's really how we're going to yep. like, get better. Yep. As us as people. It's like yep. building communities and working together mm-hmm. and shit dominating. Yeah. I mean, dominating. To yeah. be honest with you. It's yeah. dominating. Absolutely. And that's, the, and that's the plan, man. To continue to build community continue to build each other up because we're, we're we're ultimately all running a race, but we've started our race so far behind mm-hmm. that oh, the yeah. only way we will advance mm-hmm. is by coming together. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and like we said, collabing on certain things like sharing resources, sharing information, yeah. you know, reaching that hand back down to give back and like mm-hmm. to bring them to bring people up with us. Yeah. So no, you, you've always done that. And, you know, like I said, I commend you, for that, commending you for what you what you've been able to build, what you're gonna build. Um, like I said, I think it's amazing what you've been able to do um, just with this gym in, in, in such a short time. And what you're gonna do, I think, is just it, like what you've done already. It just pales in comparison to to, to what you're gonna do. So I I want to I want to end by asking you. You ending me? No. We got time. He, I think he is he is he dead in me? No. I, mean, I think he dead in me, son. This is, no, we've been gone for an hour. Is it? <laughs> Let me see. We've been gone for an hour. Nah, really? I think 58 minutes. <laughs> we've, been, we've been gone for an hour. Give my, and give I have my, my two minutes. Well, we're we gonna give you, you give you my can, two minutes. You can go as long as you want, because this is this is how we, we tie the story back together, right? Mm-hmm. So you've taken us through your life and you know what what touched me as you were just speaking about your son was doing his ABCs at two, mm-hmm. and then how you weren't able to do that at eight. At eight. So I want to go back to seven, eight year old Jerry. Okay. You're you're who you are now. You've you've accomplished what you've accomplished, but now you get to go back to Highbridge and sit with seven, eight year old Jerry. What are you telling him? What would I tell seven to eight year old Jerry? Um, I would tell seven to eight year old Jerry. Be fearless. Be fearless. Be fearless. At that age, I was scared of a lot of things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a lot of things that was unfamiliar to me. I was like nervous about. Yeah. Just I would just tell myself to stay fearless. Yeah. Like I'm really, I'm really into like. like being fearless and like just dominant. I don't, those are like the words, like just normal words people yep. use, but like I really live by those things, man. Yep. And like I really think that we can do whatever we want to do. Everything that I was scared of, bro, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, mm-hmm. like God put me in this position to like break through that fear and I say, wow. What was man. on the other side of that was just crazy. Yo. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll be honest with you, like, like even with my son. Mm-hmm. The first time me hearing a dad, being a dad, I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm scared. Like, yeah. what? like I don't know. I just want to wipe how this happened. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, yo, what the, thought we was good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thought we were secure. Yeah. So, 
And, you know, um, so I was scared, bro. Yeah. I was, like, really nervous, man, yeah. you know, because things like that just pop up in your life that you yeah. can't control. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, all right, we're doing this. Uh, yeah. All right. But, yeah. you know, as men, we don't really, you don't really understand well, you don't know what it feels like to, to raise a kid or be, even know you having a kid until the baby's there. Right. Because men, we just, you know, we see the way, oh, she hold her arm, yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, you alright. <laughs> don't know what, really what to do. Got the, you know, the body pull up, just yeah. grab that. You know, yeah. I hate those two. It's crazy. <laughs> you ever seen one of them body pull ups? Yes. Bro, bro, just yeah, like crazy, but they comfortable though. Yeah. But they crazy. Like, it takes the whole bag. Mm hmm. You don't I'm got no room. No more. Nah, like, it's, it's, your feet yeah. off the bed or you on the floor? Bro, listen. <laughs> we got a king size, though, but it's just like, yeah. it's just it's just the fact that I like, you know, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. to hold my wife. Yeah, you know? hold now your lady. I'm, I'm holding more of the cushion. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's like half my body. I'm like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> just roll over now. <laughs> Clearly, you're having more fun with this pillow than me. So. But uh, it's you don't you don't you don't realize it, man. And then once once I saw my son, man, it, it was just uh, it was a feeling that that never like I never felt before. Mm -hmm. bro. I just like instantly start crying, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Yo, man, I, just, I gotta I gotta be this protector." Mm -hmm. Like it just it just automatically came, man. It was just like everything I was scared of, man, it just became like a smile. Yeah. Like so, it was it's 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 a blessing, man, and. Kids are fun, man. At the first, at first, you don't really see the blessing. Yeah. All you see is the work. Yeah. Because I remember me like a week, maybe like no, nah, I don't think a week. I think like four days in, bro. <laughs> me and my wife stand over the little um, what's that thing? The you, crib. Or the the, not even the crib. Before they get in the crib, bassinet. The, the bassinet. Yeah. Look at that part. Uh, we standing over there. We running around, bro. And we like we just looked at each other like we took a deep breath. Yeah. <sighs> So, yo, we in for something. Yo, word. We in for something. <laughs> word. Like, I'm not even working now. I'm like, yeah. I took like took two weeks off. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm waking up during the night with you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you know, nah, I want to go back to work. <laughs> like, this look, this my work yeah. is a little more fun than yeah. this stuff. Like, yeah. crazy. Yeah. So it's, it was. It's it's like I said, man. It's it's a blessing, but it, in the beginning, it's just so much work. Now yeah. that he's less dependent on me mm -hmm. carrying him everywhere mm -hmm. and like all that stuff, mm -hmm. he don't want you feeding him no yeah. more. And I'm like, you know what? This is cool. Yeah. Let me if I can just pop a baby out, they come right here. Come out this, 21 months. <laughs> 21 <laughs> months. We straight. Cause I don't have to do all the other stuff, yeah. bro. Like that's a lot, bro. Yeah. And like. I give it up to all the single mothers out there mm -hmm. or single fathers. Mm -hmm. Yo, I don't know how y'all do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. shout out to y'all. Yeah. For real. That's like, a, that's... It's a different that's beast. A, bro, it's, it's, it's nice, bro. And now, it, make, well, it makes me appreciate my parents more, mm -hmm. right? Because you, know, you don't understand why they discipline you and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. You don't understand the reasons why it's on nothing when you're a yeah. kid. But now when you have your own, you're like, yo, shit. Yeah. Like, I wish I had my father here because I would have so many questions for mm -hmm. him. I was doing this like yeah. I was wondering I, like one thing I always wanted like because I look at my son now even though he's still young mm. I still see him as like this the newborn yep so I want to do like my parent my mother I asked my mother and I'm 33 and mm. she I was like yo mommy uh, do you still look at me like a like a one year old mm -hmm. and she said sometimes yeah sometimes I still see that I yeah, said wow so that's never baby. gonna go no 
So I see why y'all was on. I was like, yeah. oh, you still look at us like a baby, but yeah. I'm grown, man. Yeah. But you're always gonna be the baby. I know. You're always gonna be the I baby. I respect that. I respect that. But it's it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Just to do all that to 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 manage that. But like at seven years old, man, I would definitely tell myself to be uh fearless. Don't uh it's okay to be different. Yep. Because um, I did little things different than most people, mm-hmm. and I got crucified a little bit from mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like lowered your self esteem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you're like, damn. But now you start to see, like, okay, I was doing something different, and maybe, you know, maybe they was wrong. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to put their fears onto me. Yeah. Like, it's, Perpetuated it's onto you. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so many different ways. So it's, it's, it's different ways to look at it, man. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm just blessed, man, to, to be here today and be at the position I'm in to, mm-hmm. to have a family, have a business, have a community, mm-hmm. and just knowing that I'm just going to keep going forward and knowing I have the support of the people that yep. I'm around, man. And it's, it's, it's a blessing, bro. Yeah. It's definitely a blessing, bro. Well, you're a blessing. Yeah. You're doing great, brother. You think I'm a blessing? You're a blessing. A you blessing? blessed me, man. Look, I got arms that, that oh, Chantel saw, hold could on, touch on. Let's see if you it's can get like that flex. <laughs> that flex. Pause it. On the flex, now we good. Oh, we pause the flex on that. Get the chin a little hook, the whole shoe, that shit, whole shoe. Yeah. I didn't even know what that was called till like two months ago. See? Look so that's what I'm saying, a blessing. Yo, man, listen, man. But that, it's, it's going to get spooky, bro. Yeah. Wait till the summertime. Bro. Yeah. Bro. I'm saying, my, my next thing is abs. I'm coming for yeah, abs, bro. It's, bro, listen, I'm telling you. You're walking around like butt-ass nugget, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, bro. It's that confidence, bro. Yeah, it like, is. I do that in my crib. Like, look, I got mirrors. Yeah. Them think me and you. You going crazy? Yeah. I look nah. at myself, you know, you like, yo, I don't work this hard and just to cover myself. 100%. Like, you know, so like, I, you know, I work at myself sometimes, I look at the mirror, I'm like, oh, sh-, you know what? Yeah, I'm getting there. It's working. That's what I'm saying. You got to ask Chantel. I be, I've never looked in the mirror this much in my life. Boy, I be it's like, I think crazy. I see an ab. Like, yo. I like yeah, my back got, you, got points I never knew I had in my wait, back. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying this doesn't happen now. Yeah. But when it get when it get spooky, bro, yeah. she gonna start attacking you, bro. Yeah. It's. I'm telling okay. you. I'm telling you. Get Something that. to look forward to. Yo, bro. <laughs> yo, you might get attacked, bro. I'm telling you, it's it's, it's dangerous out yeah. here, bro. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. Man, this has been great, bro. Like it's been awesome. I, man. I knew this would be fun, but you you you're doing amazing work. Um, where tell the people where they can find you. Um, well, you can find me um, at um, on Instagram Jerry underscore Housey, and then anything with Strong House Fitness, you can find us on social media: uh, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. even YouTube. Strong House Fitness, and simple if, like that. And if you're ever in the LA area, come by Strong House Fitness when they open up. Only if you build different. I mean, oh, I say that again. Only if you are built different. It's not for the weak. Do not bring your ass in here. <laughs> I hope you see the energy in my face. My brother. Hey. Thank you. Oh, well, we got to stand up. We in the house. Hold on. Yeah, yeah he you, stood you, me you, up. We get the, you can see the whole video? <laughs> yeah, we in the house. Shit, we got to get a picture. That's something, man. We got to get the one. We're going to get the promo picture. Now this nigga comes. <laughs> Nigga, what about Batman? Nigga, hold up. Lights and negative. Crazy job, yo.